Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning everybody and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I am super pleased that you're here and today Well, I want to begin by just answering a couple of quick questions about two things that you may have seen being posted recently on my social media. So the first one is the essential forms for private practice bundle has been updated. It now has 24 forms in it. All of the forms you can edit in Word or Google Docs or your favorite processor. Um, And you can even delegate these tasks of the updating, if you like, to your VA or to admin, or maybe if you have a lovely person on a placement and as part of their placement, they need to do a little bit of admin you could give it to them. All they need to do really is just plug in your logo and plug in your um, business name and your your ABN or your ACN and all that kind of stuff, your address, and you're good to go. So you can use all of these forms individually. You could upload some of them to your booking system so that they go out automatically when clients uh, book appointments. You could create, you could bundle them all together if you like, all the relevant ones and make your own little staff or employee or contractor handbook that's got everything in. Or you could make your own HR folder on your computer and um, put everything in there so you know where all of your forms are. Um, At the moment, the form bundle is 47 US dollars. We'll put the link so that you can go and grab it. Now, if you've already purchased it, because this is an upgrade, if you've already purchased it, you do not need to buy it again because you get all my upgrades free. Okay, like with all of my programs, you always get the upgrades free if you've already purchased. So please don't buy them again if you already have them. Just send me a message on Instagram at the Private Practice Coach or send me a message on Facebook at Brooklyn Storm and let me know and I'll be happy to, you know, hook you up with the the link. Okay, so there's that. (laughs) It's so good. And everybody's just saying, well, I put all the testimonials on the on the sales page, but people are saying, oh, it saved me so much time. And, you know, where have you been all my life? And this is exactly what we needed. And um, yeah, I had the original bundle, but I actually need all these extra forms. Now I'm further along. Um, There are things in there like um, subcontractor agreements, EAP agreements, as well as your basic forms like uh, client intake forms and consent forms, note forms, all of the stuff. The other thing that I just wanted to share with you quickly as well was on next week, um, I can't remember the date, I think it's the 2nd or the 3rd of March. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes, so you might want to hit pause and go and register for it. But I'm running a 
Zoom session, webinar, workshoppy type thing um, for therapists in private practice who are interested in learning about what AI is and how to use it so that you get the maximum results uh, with your private practice. And we're going to also talk about how you can use it to really activate more abundance in your business and amplify the success that you're already having in a way that feels really ethical and it's compliant with all of the privacy regulations and stuff like that. I want you to know what you're doing um, so that you can go ahead and create even more abundance and more success in your private practice confidently, okay, knowing that you're not breaking any laws and, and all of that sort of good stuff. So, if you want to come along to that, you can. It's seven bucks. It's nothing. It's seven dollars. Um, and yeah, a replay is available as well. So you can upgrade and, and get the replay. If you don't want to come to the live and you only want to buy the replay, let me know and I can absolutely organize that for you. Okay, so they're the two things that I wanted to discuss before we got into the program. Um, okay, so today I want to talk with you about pre-booking client sessions in your soul-led private practice. Uh, I have seen in some of our communities that there's some confusion around pre-booking. And one of the things I really, 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 really appreciate and adore and respect and love about our community is its willingness, perhaps more so than so many other vocations, um, to really have so much compassion for our clients. Uh, and I think sometimes though, we get into sort of social justice mode and we forget about therapy mode and we forget about business mode. So there's nothing wrong with it, but I do want to just unpack a few things for you in case you were, you know, a little bit confused about pre-booking. So today I want to talk with you about what it is, some of the misconceptions that some therapists have, um, especially new therapists to private practice. Um, I also want to talk about the benefits of pre-booking sessions for your clients as well as for you and the practice and then finish off by talking more about how you can pre-book effectively okay what what you really really need to know so <laughs> what is pre-booking so pre-booking is simply the practice of booking scheduling appointments for your clients in advance okay so this just means that clients and their therapist agree to set um, a schedule for a series of appointments and this is usually over a period of weeks or months and it's a way for clients to know when they can expect to see their therapist and this allows them to sort of plan their lives accordingly right so I also think that Pre-booking is a service that we provide our clients with. It's a service. Pre-booking um, isn't mandatory or anything like that, but it's an extra service that we offer clients as a way of supporting them in their private practice. Okay, um, But there are some therapists that believe that pre-booking traps clients and takes away from their autonomy. So I just want to assure you that this is absolutely not the case. Pre-booking is actually a very helpful tool for clients because it allows them to plan ahead 
and manage their time more efficiently. Now, um, what I can share with you from my experience with pre-booking was back in the day when I was working as a psychologist, um, I can remember when I introduced the idea of pre-booking. And I didn't introduce it very well because I didn't understand it. And so I had mixed responses from clients and it was over time that I got to understand it and then was able to get better at pre-booking. So as a psychologist back then, clients were eligible in a calendar year for a total of 10 sessions possibly. Most would have six and then have another four, okay? So the clients that I worked with, because they were used to seeing psychologists and they were used to being in the Medicare system, were also used to, by the time I started doing it, um, having sessions pre-booked. So they would come in and would say, okay, let's get you the same time slot every Monday, or not every Monday, the same time slot, say Mondays, 9am, fortnightly, you know, for the next six fortnights. And we'd just lock it in then and there. And the feedback that I got from clients at the time was, that's great. Um, can I have that on a card? Can you let my doctor know? Um, things like that. So it was just kind of expected from that demographic. And then when I moved over into counselling, I expected it was going to be a little bit different. I wasn't really sure how it was going to go over. I started working with private clients and I was pre-booking and same thing. Nobody had any issue with it. Um, so I I feel like, well, my clients weren't upset by it. They certainly didn't um, feel trapped. In fact, you know, a, a lot, at the time I was seeing a lot of women mainly and they would come in with their with their children, they'd leave children out in reception or sometimes they want to bring the little ones in with them for appointments and everything But um, and they would have shared care and stuff like that. So for them, um, pre-booking really did allow them to plan around access and to plan around you know other priorities that they had for that week and it really did just allow them to manage their time in a way that better worked for them so that was a real plus um Additionally, one of the things that I experienced too was when I was pre-booking, clients were saying that they felt like um, it was great that things had been taken care of and they knew when the next appointments were. It really did reduce stress and anxiety um, that can come from not really knowing when your next appointment's going to be. Um, now, I feel like sometimes counsellors themselves because of their own beliefs around pre-booking don't pre-book they get in their own heads and they get in their their own way about it they think that they've got the client's best interests at heart um, so they're well intentioned but what's happening is clients fall through the cracks here's here's my experience like I remember when I um, was going through really bad anxiety a few years ago I went, saw a therapist and, you know, I was like 
out of my mind with with angst. I don't even know how I drove down to that appointment. Um, I was shaking and crying all through the session. You know what a first session can be like. (laughs) Um, And at the end, they just said to me, well, you know, um, off off you go. Just let me know you know, when you're ready for a next session. And I was like, oh, and I kind of got out to my car and I was feeling like confused. Like, why did he say that? Like, why didn't he just book another session? And then, do you know what? Business and life and, you know, sick parents and dogs and all that kind of got in the way. And I didn't end up going back to that person um, because it just wasn't a priority for me to look after myself. And because it wasn't in my diary and I wasn't getting a notification about it, I didn't go. And then what happened was things kind of got worse in terms of my well-being. And so then I found myself looking for another therapist. I didn't even think to go back to that guy that I'd seen so I found another therapist and at the end of that session she was like you know what I think that we need to see each other a few more times don't you and I was like yes and she said let's pre-book you a few sessions and we did and she was like what what day and time works for you and how about we start fortnightly this is what I'm thinking we go fortnightly for a little while and then we'll review it and you know take it from there and Oh, it was just such a relief. It was one less thing I had to do. I remember being in, in her room and I had my little, my my iPhone with my little iCal calendar. And um, as soon as I, you know, she put the appointment in her Galaxy <laughs> and then I got the email and I was just able to add that appointment to my calendar. And uh, it, it was just such a relief to know it was there. And I got better more quickly. I think part of the reason why was because I knew I was supported That's just my experience, like from the client side. Um, And can you see like what can happen for for clients? It's a true story. Like this is what happens for clients if you don't lead the conversation. A client, I don't believe, and I say this with respect, and it's not to take away from their autonomy at all, but neurologically and scientifically speaking, when somebody's under that much duress, when they're... uh, experiencing mental health symptoms it can reduce their ability to it can impact their executive functioning it can really affect their ability to plan ahead to organize themselves to think clearly to be rational to do all of those things so it doesn't make any sense to leave somebody high and dry you know just because you don't feel comfortable booking them in for the next session Okay, so I believe that you are not trapping a client either when you book them in because the client always has full control over whether or not they're going to choose to attend that appointment. They're not paying for the sessions up front. In fact, when the time comes for the appointment, they're going to have a reminder. They have an option to cancel the appointment and they have an option to reschedule it. So I'm not sure what people mean when they say that clients get trapped and locked in. Um, That's really not how it works. Um, Clients always have the, the full control over whether or not they're going to choose to attend a session. Okay, so... That's kind of, you know, one of one of the misconceptions there. One of the other ones is that, you know, 
pre-booking is only there to make money and it's uh, money driven by greedy practice owners. So I guess what I want to share with you here is that pre-booking is absolutely a way that a practice owner can understand the finances of the business more easily by looking ahead at the diary they'll be able to visually get an assessment of how's the books looking how are the books looking at the moment Um, are they NDIS appointments are they private appointments are they specialist appointments like what what colors are the appointments in the diary and get a very quick sense of the financial um, position of the practice for the upcoming weeks or the upcoming months and that is really 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 helpful because it means that the practice owner can do more things and can plan more effectively for things like the growth and expansion of the practice. It means that the practice owner can do things like upgrade premises, upgrade furniture, upgrade a client experience, fix the website, um, promote the contractors and the employees in new effective um, ways, etc, etc, etc. It's not Um, pre-booking is not money driven but there are absolutely um, benefits to being able to look ahead and see a fully booked diary for a couple of weeks or if you're doing it month to month um, you've got clients that come once a month maybe you can see ahead a couple of months it's always good to understand the position of the business because that helps you make informed decisions Um, looking ahead also is a really wonderful key performance indicator for your practice. So as a counselor or, or a psychologist or a social worker, when you, um, begin, uh, working for yourself in private practice, no longer are you mostly focused on the work that you do with the clients. Uh, that kind of focus needs to shift a little bit because now you have obligations and responsibilities. You need to know that you can cover the cost of the room. You need to know that you can cover the cost of work cover for your employees. You need to know that you have enough um, turnover coming into the practice to cover things like wages when people are on sick leave and they're not in the business to be producing income for the business, right? And a business is a business because there are transactions. Um, a, a business uh, is not, a private practice is not a charity necessarily unless it, it has that charitable status. So, understand that as a counsellor if you're working as a contractor or an employer you are working for a business and so yes there are going to be business things that you will be exposed to Um, and that doesn't make anybody greedy it's just what business is Um, so the other thing that I want to share with you there is that um, again by pre-booking it really ensures that the client that you're working with or all the clients that you're working with um, get best access to regular sessions because that really helps them knowing that the there's regular sessions no matter how regular they are whether it's a fortnight or a week or a month um, but that can really help them to you know in, progress towards improving their their health and their well-being 
And yes, pre-booking, again, is a service that you offer to clients that makes their life easier, right? It makes their life easier. Um, They don't have to think, it's one less thing they have to worry about when they're already stressed. You aren't already stressed. They are. They're so stressed that they need you in their life right now. So I feel like you do the a good thing. You provide a good service when you remove something off that client's plate for them and you take them by the hand and you say, hey, do you know what? I've got you. We're going to do this together. I'm not going to let you leave this room without knowing when your next session is, okay, or, or when your next couple of sessions are. You tell me what's going to work best for you around school drop-off or pick-up or whatever it is right and you you work it out together it's very empowering for the therapist and it's very empowering for the client and it's very reassuring for for both sides okay somebody asked me is it ethical to pre-book clients and I felt like that's such a curious question for me because I don't understand why it would not be ethical. In fact, I would throw the ball back over the fence at this one and say, is it ethical to let a client in distress leave without another appointment? I mean, I've heard stories of counsellors who struggle themselves to understand the the importance and the fundamentals of pre-booking um, because they're they're in they're in their own heads about it or they've got their own beliefs about it that, that are quite limiting and they will finish a session with a client and walk a client out past reception and out through the front door and you know Lord only knows, are we going to see that client again or not, you know? And I really feel like when that happens, um, it's a way that the counsellor is perhaps self-soothing because they don't want to have uh, what they perceive will be a difficult or a tricky conversation with a client. But the client doesn't perceive it as tricky or difficult. The client's kind of expecting that you are going to lead the conversation, that you are going to say when the next appointment happens. It's like if you go to a specialist for, for your medical health and well-being, you don't expect the specialist to just say, well, come back whenever you think you need to. <laughs> You're like, you tell me, do you think you need another appointment? Let me just walk you out here straight past reception. No, a specialist is going to say to you, great to see you today. Thanks for coming in. Here's what I think we need to do. And here's what it's going to look like. I want to see you again in a fortnight. Go out to reception and book your next appointment. Take this piece of paper with you, right? If you want to be seen as professional um, in the counseling world, then we need to start behaving as professionals in the counselling world, especially if you are a counsellor that has intentions of working under Medicare in future. This is an expectation of clients. This is an expectation of doctors. This is an expectation of um, reception at medical clinics and at specialist clinics. And if you don't book, if you don't pre-book and a client goes back to their referring doctor and says, oh, you know, Brooklyn didn't, you know, I don't know when my next appointment is. Brooklyn just sort of said I should call her whenever I feel like I need to. And you know what? I'm not in crisis at the moment. So yeah, it's all good. I haven't booked in. Do you think that doctor's going to send you another referral? No, because you're not looking after their patient. 
uh, versus, you know, the doctor says to me, hey, Brooklyn has, you know, your therapist booked you any more sessions how's it all going and I can whip out my phone and say yeah I've got three appointments booked Monday 10 o'clock for the next three fortnights and it's going really well that doctor says okay great because now you've also taken something off that doctor's plate and the doctor can get back on with their job of looking after the medical stuff because they know that you're doing yours looking after the mental health and well-being side of things make sense Okay, so yeah, another benefit that pre-booking has for you as a therapist is that it can also help you manage your own schedule, which is so important, especially if you're a contractor. The last thing that you want is to be sitting there in, in a practice for a whole entire day and either not see anyone or have the first and the last appointments booked and nothing to do during the middle of the day, right? So it it helps you manage your own schedule, which is great. Um, but also, did you know that when you pre-book, it reduces the no-shows and the cancellations? And that's amazing because you only get paid when you see a client, when you're a contractor, right? So you kind of also need to reduce your no-shows and reduce your cancellations so that you can actually experience your own consistent income stream, right? Regardless of what percentage you're on or what your flat rate is, you need to be able to, you know, get some extra money. And what else did I want to say? Yeah, it also means that you get to plan for your sessions better and ensure that you have um, the time and the resources, you know, for the best possible care for your clients. And the last thing that I just want to talk about here too is uh, the importance of understanding the process of pre-booking so that you can do it effectively. So to pre-book effectively, um, you know, you should communicate really clearly with your clients about the pre-booking process. So this means explaining the benefits of pre-booking, explaining to your clients how it works. So you're just going to say, listen, um, as your mental health expert, as your well-being practitioner, um, what I understand is that when we meet consistently or my successful clients who come consistently get the better results or uh, we see more engagement, we see better outcomes from clients who come along regularly. Uh, for example, uh, and so what we're going to do today is get that set up for you. And what I'm envisaging for us is fortnightly sessions for the next three fortnights. So let's get that booked in for you. You can uh, reschedule them closer to the day if you need to. You don't have to pay for them now. So is there a day and time that you prefer? And let's see if that's available and let's see what we can make work for you around your schedule. How does that sound? So saying something like that, okay? And really just reminding clients that they, of course, can reschedule and even cancel their appointments if needed, okay? Um, this is a very empowering process for clients and it really does put them in control of their therapy experience, okay? They're getting to choose 
um, and, and, you know, either follow your guidance because it's a case by case basis, right? If you've got somebody that's, you know, in an acute situation or a high level of distress, you're going to need to work with them a little bit more regularly than say once a month. Um, so, each client's pre-booking will look a little bit different. Each practice's pre-booking will look a little bit different. Some practices have policies like in psychology, for example, uh, I know of practices that book out six and some practices book out 10 sessions and clients are absolutely happy to do that. And counseling shouldn't be any different. There are counseling practices that book out a year in advance and they say, well, you can have the first Monday of every month at you know 9am and they book that out for 12 months it really comes down to the practice or the niche that you're working with the um, structure of the practice and also of course where the client is is at in their journey okay um as I said, it's a really empowering process for your clients. And really, I think uh, therapists have uh, a high level of autonomy in this themselves because they get to really strike a balance between pre-booking and flexibility so that clients can adjust their schedules if needed too. Okay. So to my way of thinking and in 26 going on 27 years of experience in private practice now um pre-booking therapy uh, sorry let me start again pre-booking your therapy clients is not unethical uh nor is it harmful to anybody um in any way shape or form in fact it's just the opposite i think it's ethical to make sure a client who is coming to you because you've been trained because you have experience because you have qualifications is coming to you because they don't know how often they need to come they're not a mental health expert you are that's why they're booked in with you it is your duty of care to make sure that they don't leave without the next two or three sessions booked I would argue it's unethical to let them walk out the door off into the wilderness and never to be seen again. That That's a, a, a whole other thing. Um, Pre-booking your clients really helps the clients to prioritize their mental health, to plan ahead. It reduces their anxiety and their stress because it reduces their uncertainty about the process. It helps you as their therapist to manage your own schedule, to reduce your no-shows and your cancellations, meet your KPIs, of course, and to provide a better level of care for your clients. So with effective communication and planning, the whole process of pre-booking for your private practice can absolutely be an ethical, safe, and effective service that you offer to your clients that enhances the therapeutic relationship. Okay, so that's what I want you to know for today. Um, thank you so, 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 so much for listening. If you have any um, comments or queries or questions about pre-booking, uh, let me know. Come and find me on Instagram at the private practice coach. Um, and again, just the links to um, the AI training for therapists in private practice and also for the essential forms in private practice kit will be put in the show notes for you. So when you click out, check the show notes go and have a look see if it's your jam um, if it is amazing I'll look forward to hearing from you soon okay thanks so much bye for now 
I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.